Welcome to Girls Gone Well, a podcast that takes a lighthearted approach to all things self-improvement and inner exploration. We're your hosts, Charlie and Hannah B, here to offer down-to-earth advice and fresh perspectives on topics that seem too serious. Whether you're a wellness enthusiast or looking for a good laugh while exploring a more balanced life, we are here to help you embrace your unique path to well-being. We're so happy that you're here. Welcome to the Girls Gone Well podcast. My name is Charlie. I'm Hannah. And we are so excited to be back. We took a little hiatus last week. We needed a little a little rest and recharge. We're, we're back better than ever. We're back and better than fucking ever. And we have a very, very special guest this week. I'm so excited. Um, my sister, Roxy Root, has joined us. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we have a super fun topic today. Roxy's visiting and I just really wanted to have a combo with her on the pod. So we're super excited for that. Um, but let's 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 get into it with a little bit of yuck and yum. My yum is obviously my gorgeous sister is visiting and I'm just super happy. She is like my best friend and when she's here, like I just have so much fun and it's it's like like when we were little like we just get to hang and play and eat and do all the fun stuff so i'm super happy she's here and she gets to see like a little bit of the east coast fall vibe which is super fun and my yuck oh my god oh my god my yuck this week i have been like struggling a little bit with like just confidence in general and feeling like beautiful gorgina like the gorgeous gorgeous girl that i am and literally last night I was laying in bed and I was like, oh, me and Roxy are going to get our nails done tomorrow. Like, it's going to be so good. Like, just something to make me feel a little cute. This man botched my fucking nails. I've never looked so crazy in my goddamn life. Like, literally, I couldn't even, I would rather have a literal three-year-old paint my nails than, than witness what I'm having right now. Yes. And I keep <laughs> it's definitely giving like kiss press on nails 2003. Not it's like worse than that. Like that, it's yeah. literally the worst thing I've ever seen in my whole life. I I am repulsed by them. And I'm tr- I'm a pretty positive person. You know me. Like I'm I'm a see the see the bright side kind of gal. I cannot see any good. I don't think you've had a single yuck yet on our I don't think I've had a single yuck on our pod. And We're this yucking. is like the ultimate yuck. I literally told Roxy today I was like when Hannah sees my nails, she's literally going to cackle. And then Hannah walked in and literally cackled at my nails. So we need to we need to take a picture of them and put them on our instagram yeah, yeah, stories so that so people, people can, can see. see they're so bad they're like lumpy they're thick I, they're okay i wanted french like very natural pretty french tips i had natural pretty long nails like and i was like okay just a cute little french tip moment i said i just don't want them to look pink like i just they're literally pepto-bismol bubblegum pink and they're lumpy they're literally so bad. I'm so sorry to the man that did them if he's listening. To <laughs> <laughs> but they were the worst, like, literal garbage. I cried. Okay. Um, that's it. I'll also just say that literally I wear Kiss press-on nails. <laughs> and they are so, they are not even on the same, like, wavelength. Like, they are probably the worst nails These I've ever like seen in my entire life. <laughs> they're, like, like mean nails. Yeah, they're terrible. 
like it's almost like he did it on purpose like he sabotaged me yeah they're definitely uh something special for i like wanted to me and roxy are gonna go out to dinner tonight i'm like i want to feel hot i want to look good she wanted to take a pic of herself holding her cocktail with her nails but (laughs) it's not gonna happen now so now i'm literally just gonna hide we can't even go out (laughs) i told her to wear mittens but she was against that idea i literally think i'm gonna wear mittens to the club like it's unreal what i'm witnessing right now anyways enough about me what's your yum that roxy's here I said oh that. yeah you said that first and that you're here we haven't seen each other in a minute I haven't seen you in so long my yuck is that my nervous system has been dysregulated for literally six months now and i feel like i'm just exhausted and tired all the time and i did take a pregnancy test because i was like wait i'm like extra tired but i'm not pregnant so that's good my yuck. Were you sad about that? I feel like I get sad when I find yeah, out. Yeah, I was a pregnant. little bit upset. And I was like, wait. Like, I. Like, there's a- like a mother wound there. Yeah, like I'm like, yearning. I mean, Winnie's good and all, but like, I want a sweet little human baby yeah. that I can pass no trauma to, and they'll be perfect. <laughs> My. <laughs> Knowing me, they're going to be a little bit fucked up. That's fine. My yum is that i get to see you i know and that i get to meet your sister how fun is that because i feel like you guys are soulmate besties soul tie we really are yeah she's my girl we're pretty similar (laughs) (laughs) i feel like our voices are the same too like we're gonna listen back to the pod everyone everyone says that we everyone says that we sound alike i was on the phone with you and one of my friends like couldn't tell if I was talking or if it was like the phone and they were like what is going on it's kind of silly um okay wait I have to say one more thing about my (laughs) not to make it all about me but um I feel like this is like a karmic lesson like of me looking outside of myself for like affirmation of my beauty (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, I was like, I need to go get, like, my nails done so I feel cute. And it's like, I'm already cute. And the universe was like, haha, here's some fucking ugly ass, ding dong ass nails. You look stupid, clown. And I'm like, fuck. You're right. I was, like, my natural nails were stunning. Like, they were so pretty today. Like, they were really long and, like, pretty and strong. And I was like, I'm going to get my nails done. What was the man's name who did them? I don't even know his name. He also massaged my neck. and shoulders yeah i was literally like while you were getting your fingers done after maybe he felt bad he's like this is really bad honestly the massage hurt so bad i was almost gonna cry (laughs) (laughs) like he was getting into these knots and i was like oh my god i'm gonna throw up like that's how painful did he massage you i didn't have the same guy but my girl gave me a massage a neck massage i've never been to a place that massages your body wow anyways i look like a fucking ding dong all right roxy yucks and yums um i think my obvious yum is that i'm visiting my sissy in this beautiful place and i really like the fall vibe so i don't get that at home so it's nice to see like the falling leaves and the rain and the cold weather and the gloom because it's not like that at home 
Um, and we're just doing so much fun stuff. I love to eat and shop, and that's basically all we do when we're together. So um, that's fun. And then I would say my yuck is probably daylight savings. I hate how dark it gets so early. It makes me just want to, like, crawl into bed at, like, 3.30. But, you know, it's fine. I'll get over it. I'll get used to it. I actually have another yuck. (laughs) Speaking of daylight savings, I worked, um, I'm a night shift nurse. I worked daylight savings night shift. So I worked 13 hours instead of 12 hours. And I only got paid for 12 hours, which feels illegal. How is it not illegal? Because technically I'm salaried. So I don't get paid hourly. But working it out, I like that's not factored into my pay like that 13th hour it honestly wasn't that bad of a shift but watching the clock go from 159 to 1 a.m <laughs> was really painful I feel like I'm a little negative this week it's also like feeling like winter and I do have seasonal affect disorder so I think I just am feeling the winter vibes wait I have, an- I have another yuck yeah Roxy's bringing all the yuck out. Well, it's not really a yuck. It was actually kind of funny, but it made me so uncomfortable. Okay, so I was at work earlier, and I was sitting at the front desk, and I could see out onto the street. I was about to say what street they were going. I was see. I could see the street, and I saw this man who, I don't know if he was homeless or if he was just on drugs or if he was a combination of the two, but he was walking around like, wandering on the other side of the street mm-hmm. and like yelling at people and then he somehow moseyed his way across the street and there's these like bars like a walkway and there's bars across like right outside the door where i work and he's holding onto the bars and he shoved his face in between them and was just staring at me and like <laughs> we made eye contact and i was trying to play it off but i felt so i didn't want to i don't know like do i get up do i giggle which is what I did because I was nervous and I giggle when I'm nervous and it was so weird and then he just walked away and started looking at people's cars welcome to Baltimore (laughs) well a few days ago my you know this story but my neighbor's girlfriend (laughs) was like screaming at him outside of our house like I live in a row house so like you kind of they're like all the porches are like next to each other and he, she was just screaming at him about something. And I was, like, standing next to my car. And then I start walking towards my house. And she literally turns to me, looks me in the eyes, and then throws her keys at me. <laughs> and I was shocked. Yeah, that was crazy. I was like, are you, are you okay? I was like, did she not see me? Like, there's no way I was standing there. And then I was like, am I invisible? <laughs> okay. Anyways, that's that's baltimore for you you never told me that happened i know well i'm crazy i've been trying to update you on my my neighborhood happenings i feel like i live in a really chill neighborhood too that's the funny part and it's still crazy sometimes it's kind of fun you're the neighborhood crackhead oh i saw him on halloween he tried to pet my dog and i said no thank you does he wear like a mexican blanket poncho um i don't know the answer to that but i know that he tried And and a ukulele Yes, to the ukulele. He tried to make ramen on my brother's car. What? <laughs> this summer. Yeah, he like just like literally what? on the car. I'm like, sir, that's not an oven. Oh, he's creative. Creative. 
All right, should we get into today's topic since we're just being a little bit silly? Okay. So today, well, okay, first let's just learn a little bit more about Roxy, actually, because that's kind of what inspired today's topic. But Roxy, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do? Where do I, where do I begin? I know, you're such a complex creature. I'm not that complex, but um, my name is Roxanne. I go by Roxy, and um, I am from Southern California, sunny California, and I'm a student, and I study fashion and marketing, and I really like it, and it's really fun for me. I'm also a big shopper. <laughs> That's probably, like, my main personality trait is shopping. Um but yeah, I don't know what else to... What do you like to shop for? Oh, and like, I like to make clothes. I like to upcycle. I li- really like vintage. That's like my favorite. Today we went to a few stores that had some vintage and I got two things. So you did? You did I did. I got a dress things. and a skirt. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Our mom has an addictive personality yeah and she's one of her one of things is shopaholic one of the things that she passed down is (laughs) is a shopping addiction um and that's like I think I have a pretty good like awareness of it so I'm pretty good about not always buying things but like if I go anywhere with her and I'm like oh this is cute she's like get it (laughs) and I'm like I don't have any money so I can't get it like it doesn't matter yeah and Charlie kind of does that to me too but it's more like I don't do it, so I, I don't want to watch. I want to, like, live vicariously But I'm not you. like that. Like, when people ask me if they should get stuff, I'm like, no, do you need it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you need it. Well, today's topic is, um, like, creative expression as a form of, like, spiritual practice or, or how creativity ties into spirituality. And I was really inspired by my sister because... She's always been so creative since we were very little and so expressive. Like, I remember when, like, Roxy started wearing glasses when she was, like, three. And the ones that she picked out were, like, hot pink cat eyes. Like, she's just always been so expressive, especially through her fashion um, and, like, how she dresses. And I've always, like, definitely been a little bit more of, like, a play it safe kind of girl. And I feel like I'm finally starting to, like, step out of the box as far as, like, how I dress and things like that but it's always come very natural to Roxy so yeah I've always really enjoyed dressing myself and even dressing other people like I would dress my sister a lot of the times she would make me pick out outfits for her but I feel like it's just a good way to like not only start off like my day but just how I feel and like how I want to feel during the day so I'll like wear like today I'm wearing these camo cargo pants that are pretty like masculine um and like a leather jacket because I was just feeling like I don't know rough and tough so I wanted I wanted to dress like that and I don't know I think it's the best way to kind of for me to express myself on the day-to-day do you feel like you like okay do you get dressed and kind of like allow that to evoke emotion or feeling or do you feel a certain way and then pick out your outfit to like I think I feel a certain way or I feel that I want to channel a certain feeling. So I know like wearing a frilly dress 
will make me feel more girly and I'll if I'm not feeling that in the morning as I wear it throughout my day I'll feel more like frilly and girly I'm also very big into like like contrast of masculine and feminine so I feel like that kind of I don't know balances me out throughout the day because I can kind of feel both Mm -hmm. like I'll wear a dress with like a Lakers hat and like sneakers Mm -hmm. and kind of like mix it up I don't know I think that it's a good way for me to just start off my day and then like accessorizing too and just like being able to add things like I just feel like I'm like dressing a little sim character do you feel like like through your creative process like I know now you're studying fashion and obviously like that's a very creative major and like field of study and like I know throughout high school like you were in a art program basically in high school like what's your like creative process like like do you get like I think of like people saying like writer's block or things like do you get bursts of creativity that makes you want to work or is it just kind of all the time well I think it's funny that you mentioned that because even like right now I think studying fashion it's like like when you're in art class and you're an artist there's things you want to make and you're inspired but when your teacher says you have to do a portrait and that's not your vibe it's like you not you're not enjoying it you're not liking it and I feel like kind of like that now that I'm studying fashion I feel like it's kind of like there's all these design principles and like um ratios that you're supposed to follow and like different things and that kind of gives me like writer's block or like a creative block um I feel like sometimes I folk I'm focusing more on like what's right and proper rather than like like being creative with myself I'm like thinking more about oh the color theory you need to have like two of the same colors I I yeah and I don't really necessarily enjoy that so I think that's been kind of like Like, learning the technicalities of things. Mm -hmm. And then also just learning more about fashion and the industry. It's really awful. (laughs) It's, like, the worst (laughs) industry. Like, I think it's fun, but it's really bad for the environment. And, like, it's very, like, just capitalistic. And, like, I don't know. People only care about profits and money. We were actually just talking about that today. So that kind of, like, steers me away from, like, wanting to buy new things and, like, try new stuff and, like, be creative. Yeah, I really like thrifting. What's your ideal dream job? My ideal dream job, I used to really want to be a fashion buyer. So, like, you go in and you pick specific merchandise for stores and, like, things like that. I think now that I am have been, like, studying, I don't necessarily want to only be like in a like a place where I can't move around like being a buyer you're a buyer you're stuck there I'm kind of more leaning towards like fashion marketing working with like my dream job would be to work for like a magazine and do like editorials and like things like that definitely though like behind the scenes I hate I don't hate working with people but I hate like retail and I hate like even like fashion visual merchandising you have to like go in and like like work with see the customers and like that's just not really my favorite so I think working either like editorial wise or working like in marketing I really like I think it's interesting to like kind of pick consumers brains and see what will sell and like what will be popular so probably something in that I honestly don't really know what I want to do 
with my life but in that in that area I want to be no ideally I wouldn't do I would just hang out just hang out yeah that's that is that is the dream job (laughs) yeah I saw this like meme that was like dream job I don't dream of work (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's how I feel uh okay well I feel like I'm just like reflecting on our childhood and things like that and like I feel like we were both really creative when we were young and then I feel like you kept on this like really cool creative path and I like completely shut that part of like my life down I don't know I don't know what age it happened at but like I feel like you always kind of had this idea of like a typical job and like being successful and like doing the right thing Mm. not that that's not the right thing but I think you kind of wanted to focus more on volleyball and like your professional side of like what you wanted to do quote-unquote professional also like not to get deep here but I feel like Roxy was like really praised for her creativity as a child like our parents really like you know, like, with your singing or with your, like, how you dress, like, there was so much attention on it, and, like, I feel like I maybe felt like I wanted attention in some way, but wasn't gonna, like, compete with you, so, like, I took my thing, and I was, like, okay, sports or, like, whatever, yeah, and got, like, super into that, because I was, like, this can be my thing, and, like, you can have your thing, but in doing that, I, like, completely shut off, like, the creative aspects of my life, and, like, I feel like also creativity is just, like, very feminine, and I feel like you've always been, like, very in touch with your feminine, whereas, like, I've struggled with, like, that side a little bit more. Yeah. So, but I feel like the past few years I've been... You've been very tomboy growing up. Yeah. And very, very. yeah, very, like, with the boys and, like, Mm. you know, skateboarding Mm -hmm. and surfing. Yeah, yeah. And, like, boys, like, did not, like, like me in, like, high school or middle school. Like, I was just very not in my, I don't know. I think that's true, though. I think, like, that makes sense that you said, like, you shut out your creative side because you were focusing more on, like, trying to be good at something else. Yeah. Because, like, our parents are very yeah creative even like even like in high school you switched from academic program like you wanted to do this the academics program and then halfway through you were like this is not I don't like this so yeah you went into the arts program yeah you were so much happier yeah but like initially you were trying to do yeah I was trying to do that's the thing too like I wanted like a scholarship for volleyball I wanted to do like I always like okay like nursing when I like mentioned the idea of it it got so much good feedback from like family and mom and dad and things like that that I was like okay this is what I'm gonna do rather than like doing what I really really wanted to do and so now I'm at this interesting point where I'm like okay like I'm in my career and I want to like dabble in these other like our mom went to culinary school our dad is like a musician like we come from this like very artistic family and Roxy's like expressed that so beautifully and I'm just like damn (laughs) I've just never done anything that I don't want to do. Like very, very honestly, I even think about just because we were talking about when we were younger, even like with sports, like I remember being signed up for like this soccer league that 
and I was like okay but like I did not want to do it and I would literally just like pretend I was asleep on the couch and I wouldn't go because I did not want to go and like that's obviously not like the best thing to do but I was young and like I didn't want to do it so I just didn't do it and eventually my parents didn't make me go but like for a while they did and I don't know I just don't think it's life's too short to do things that you don't like to do I feel like I'm getting over this now but I feel like you've never really had this problem or maybe you have but just about different things but I feel like I like like I feel like I don't want to say I don't take criticism well but as far as like art and creativity I think I'm already more shy so then when it's like not met with like good responses then I just like I'm like I don't want to do it like in high school like I remember I sang like for something in, in high school like on stage in front of everyone and it like didn't like I did it was kind of like a competition or something and like I didn't like place anywhere like I would like there was like you had to it was like it just didn't go the way I wanted it to and then I was like I'm never singing again yeah and it was like so amazing the performance was so amazing but I just remember like okay not to call anyone out but I just remember like I literally wrote a mashup of two songs and like played an instrument and sang and I lost to like a girl that did I lost to a girl that like did a reenactment of the Napoleon Dynamite dance. Oh, I remember that. And I was just like mortified. Like nothing against her. Love her. Funny. But like I was just like, wow, I like put so much thought and time and effort into this. And it was like me sharing my art. And I just felt like so embarrassed. And then I was like, okay, never again. And like nobody thought that except for her. But also like with my childhood, for example, like me and Roxy both loved to sing. But our parents, like, really hyped Roxy up. So then I never, like, did singing lessons. I never, like, went into any of that. I feel like we both did sing, but I was definitely more of, like, now totally not. But, like, I would always want to perform for people. I wanted people to hear me sing, like, so bad. I would sing in front of... Why do you think you don't anymore? Um, I don't necessarily like the spotlight very much. I don't like people, like... And it's funny because I oftentimes dress very eccentric and crazy and like I don't like when people look at me or like I'll I'll notice it so hard like I'll be like oh my god these people are staring at me or like whatever so I think like I don't know just being on stage and like performing for people I don't find joy in that but I find joy in doing it like for myself now I don't know what switched though the trauma the trauma I keep looking at my nails and gagging in my mouth they're really bad they're so fucking ugly it's like unreal yeah they're bad oh anyways um no but I think you're I think you're right with like mom and dad always wanted me to like they would buy all the art kits for me and like yeah I feel like for whatever reason it was super cultivated for you which I love I'm not like (laughs) hating on it but I feel like I just never it wasn't cultivated for me in the same way and so I just and then also like when mom and dad got divorced like when I was in high school like before they got divorced like I was like I want to be a pastry chef like I wanted to I want to do this or that and then as soon as they got divorced I like went into like I got to get serious about my future. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and I was like, all right, I'm going to be a nurse. I'm going to have a career. I'm going to do this and that. And like, I kind of just shut off like that creative side and got really serious. I think one of the ways you express yourself creatively is through like your practices that you do and like yoga and like, I'm not into that at all. I have, I mean, 
not that I'm not interested in it. I just don't take the time yeah. to like make practices and like routines for yeah. myself or like even yoga and stuff. Like I don't practice like, regularly. And I feel like now like I've I'm in my creative flow. Like me and Hannah started this podcast. Like that's a little baby. Creation is like literally just like making little babies. You know? <laughs> like it is like like whether you're like in your feminine energy it's like birthing an actual baby or birthing like an idea baby i also don't think like i don't know i feel like sometimes people think creativity is like i create something and then if other people like it then i'm i it was good and i was creative when in reality like i heard i think it was rick rubin who was talking about this but it was like when you create something it's like a piece of your soul like there's no wrong nothing is wrong about it it's Mm -hmm. like perfectly perfect because it came from you and like your heart and so I think I know for me like both of my siblings are like super creative like my I mean my brother literally does art for a living like that's like his entire job and my sister can like crochet and do all of these like crafty Mm -hmm. things and then I was like but I'm not creative but I feel like creative creativity is like such a it's not like linear yeah there's like so many like say like one of the examples that rick rubin gave on this podcast was like if you're driving home from work and you decide to take a different route like that was a a creative decision that you made because it's different from what you're like used to doing so i think as people like it's easy for us to try to have others validate what we're doing or how we exist in the world but i feel like some of the like most creative people i know like genuinely don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about what they're creating like which is like the vibe that i am getting from you like yeah is like you're you're creating because you love it it's like to make not like a selfish thing but like it makes you feel good and that's like you're here and all you have is yourself yeah today so it's like awesome to see somebody who's creating and just like doing it because like they like to yeah i definitely agree with that i think that a lot of times people are stuck on the idea that like to be creative or like artistic you have to like have skill or like you have to have praise from other people and you it's definitely not like that and I feel like I oftentimes yeah like I just don't care what people think like like I'll use my outfits for example because I feel like that's the easiest thing to do but I'll wear something like crazy that just doesn't make any sense and some people will be like, oh, you look cool. Like, I like it. And some people will be like, what the hell? Like, my family, a lot of times, like, holidays and stuff, I had bleached eyebrows for a while. And my family was like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, you look like fucking insane. our immediate family, though. Right? Like, oh, dad no, or I mom ha- or oh, me or Quentin. N- no. I mean, dad, our dad's girlfriend, like, made comments. But she, she just didn't like them. But, um, no... Um, like my aunts and uncles mostly like my cousins but like I don't really care what they think so because I liked them so yeah, I know I like hol- like family holidays my brother like raps and he also does like art and like nft stuff and different family like it, people that are like extended family will like make these like really I don't know if they're trying to be assholes I don't think they are but they'll be like how's your uh, little music or how's your little like and it's like first of all he definitely makes more than you and he's doing his quote-unquote little music yeah like, yeah. yeah 
I think one like our our family is very supportive. Like even our extended family, like mm-hmm. for every like obviously like someone like Charlie or like our cousin Jacqueline, who's what is she OT? She gets praised because she's doing this, like, and so same with you. Like, you get praised for doing, like, the smart academic nursing or whatever. And, but even I feel like our cousins that are, like, like, grandma is so supportive of Isaiah and his, like, music, his, like, rapping music. And, like, they're all just, like, really supportive, which I feel like is nice. Um I don't even know where I was going with that. I do. I think too, though, like older generations, like if it can't fit in their box, in this box in their brain, then it's like, doesn't, it's not as important or it's not as valuable, but I think there's value in having like a safe career and a safe job and doing things that are more academic. And then there's also value in, I don't like that path. I'm going to go down this path. And I think each people that are like around our age and like I feel like a little bit younger too are very much in this space I feel like lately of I'm gonna like do what I want to do and like if you don't like it or you don't understand it that's not actually my problem yeah like I'm gonna make it work and I'm gonna do my thing that's kind of like I'm just like I know I'm gonna be okay like I know whatever I decide to do I'm gonna make a living from it or I'm not and I'm gonna do it on the side or like I don't know it's I'm never going to be in a situation where I'm like, I can't do what I like and do what I love. So like, I know you said like school, I can totally relate to that feeling. Like, for example, like I love like women's health, women's health hormones, like pregnancy, fertility, all that stuff. And I could talk about it forever. But like if my, if I was in nursing school and they were like, read these paragraphs, like I would be like, man, like, I don't like, you know what I mean? Yeah. How it kind of like pulls away at your like, um, creative drive but like outside of school mm-hmm. and that like let's say you're just like at home do I know you like to like do art on your like iPad or mm-hmm. like sculptures things like that like do you have a creative process or do you just kind of like get a hit and you're like I want to make that or like do you um I think this is actually something I was gonna say earlier but I think I forgot to say it but I think like a lot of times I'll get inspired from like social media obviously and like seeing other people create things and that will kind of give me a drive but at the same time that sometimes discourages me and makes me think like everything's been done before and like I can't get inspiration from this person because there's a million other people that have seen this and they already know um but I think in terms of like actually getting inspired and like starting something it's definitely just from other people like seeing other people I love being inspired by other people um I'm kind of like a hermit sometimes so I feel like oftentimes that's not like out and about that I'm getting inspired by people it's definitely like online um magazines I love looking through magazines now that I'm in school we look at at a lot more um I know we've said not in school but um now that I'm in school I get a lot more resources I get like WGSN which is like a trend forecasting website and I get like Vogue subscriptions so I can like view all of the fashion shows and things like that so that definitely inspires me um, your major sounds so much more fun than it's really than fun nursing it's really fun and like I don't know I was discouraged with my major for a while when I started because I was like why the hell would you study fashion like who 
like it's fun but like do you really want a career in that and I think as I learned more about it I was like I don't know um but talking to professors and like interviewing people who work in the industry there's so many there's so much opportunity to not only work in specific fashion sectors but to also work like outside of it like merchandising I can work like with toy merchandising if I wanted to and like that kind of thing do you feel like when you're making some type of art like do you get like in like like I know when dancers dance or singers sing or whatever painters paint like they get in this like flow state for sure what does that like feel like for you I it feels like I just can't stop Mm. it feels like I have to like keep going does it feel like you're like channeling almost um like I sometimes when I'm writing I'm like this isn't me like it's almost like it feels like I think it depends on what I'm making like oftentimes painting I think it's like a flow that I'm like channeling Mm -hmm. and I can like paint and just have my headphones on but if I'm like making a garment that is completely not flow state Mm -hmm. that's like because that's more like technical technical construction yeah and then a little more masculine yeah for sure a lot of men are really good at sewing like a lot of men Mm -hmm. are very good which is odd because seamstresses are like usually women but Mm -hmm. men are very good at because it's very exact and yeah it's like there's almost like a formula for yeah um it's like math I would say for like painting and stuff for sure I feel like I go into a where I kind of just like it's the most fun when you can just throw stuff on the canvas and it works like you're not there kind of like my mind isn't there I'm kind of just like making things and it turns out and sometimes it doesn't and that's frustrating are there any like things you're like not good at that feel very like <laughs> for sure no listen like like okay I took pottery like I'm not good at it but it felt very primal like when I was doing it I was like oh this feels like I've done this like a million times even though I'm not good at it it's not like a natural thing but it's like I don't know I'm just like um like things like, like, like I just like, like cooking, to mess around like, with I feel like cooking like are we have a long lineage of like people in our families that are cooks and it just feels like right yeah like I would say like you said pottery I would say sculpting like I have no I love sculpting and I have absolutely no training in sculpting or like I have no technique I kind of just like will crumble up some foil and like put clay on it and like hope that it turns out but I love sculpting that to me is probably like closest to the primal feeling you just said I've never done I think I would like pottery for that reason though I love like just using my hands to make stuff like I liked I think anything that I'm physically like 3d art like making jewelry clothing sculptures is way more fun and like primal to me than like painting or drawing even though I love both what about you Hannah do you have any sorry me and hannah are sharing a microphone (laughs) do you have any like art forms i don't know like i you're i know you say you're quote unquote not creative like your siblings but like i've seen you create so much in the short time we've been friends like Mm. you know as far as like business like all that i feel like the only the only time i've ever entered what i would consider a flow state is when i'm giving someone a facial Mm. like i feel like yeah i feel really like, I don't feel like I'm, it's almost like I l- don't feel like I'm in my body and I don't feel like there's anybody on the table. It's like 
I don't even know where I I go to. I definitely travel somewhere, but that's the most that's like when I feel most flow. Like I also just feel I'm a very like ADHD baseline anxiety person. And whenever I give a facial, I feel so calm and so grounded. And it's almost like I don't really like meditate probably as much as I should. But that to me is like meditation. Like I wonder if that has anything to do with the fact that you're also like giving someone a relaxing experience. Mm -hmm. Like you're kind of like absorbing their energy while you're doing it. Like when I teach yoga or meditation, like I don't. I'm not practicing, but I feel like I have all the same effects that, like, my students have just by being there. Yeah. And, too, I did a facial once on um, this girl that we, like, swapped services. She does acupuncture, and obviously I do skincare, and we were, like, exchanging services, and I was giving her a massage, and I, like, do kind of, like, their entire bodies, like, their arms, their face, their chest, their feet, and she was like asking me and I don't know why like not everybody's massage is the same like some people I do different things and she kept mentioning like do you know that you just touched this point and it does that and you did this and it did that and I was like I don't know that but I'm glad so I feel like sometimes intuitively I'm doing things that I don't realize Mm -hmm. I'm doing but I'm just like yeah but I'm just like I don't know like guided or to be that's also like from the like I don't know like I I remember when I got my like Reiki when I did my 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 Reiki one and two like she was like oh like you just know where like the the energy just knows where to go like your mind doesn't know but you just know where to go and I like did my first Reiki session like outside of that training and like the first person I did it to was like the first place you touched was like my like shoulder that I injured last week that like I like she's like you touched it and I literally just like felt like all this relief and I was like I had no idea like I and I same thing like start at different points but it's just kind of like when you know you know true see I don't think I have any of that ability to like know I mean I think you do a hundred percent yeah you definitely do I think I think that all people but especially women have it everyone has it but I feel like women can like really tune into it easy it's just trusting because like for me like I remember finishing that class and being like oh my god that was probably so like I just made that whole thing up like (laughs) like, you know and then and then they come and they're like oh my god like you touch like the one spot in my body that I have chronic pain and I'm like yeah you know Mm -hmm. do you ever feel like when you're creating you're like healing your inner child or like connecting to your inner child I don't know because I feel like I've always been that way like I've never had a point in my life where I like wasn't allowed to create or like I wasn't allowed to just like I said do what I want mm-hmm. and so I feel like me still doing it now is just still me doing something that I've always loved mm-hmm. and it's more of not like healing my inner child but more just like kind of being myself and like doing what I want to do I guess I never had that like blockage where I'm reconnecting with that like I feel like as witness like obviously I'm not your living like I'm I can't speak for you but as witness to like you as a child through now like it's never really been blocked for you no like it's always been I think I have blockages or like period and 
like periods in my life where I stop making because I'm like recently I haven't been making that much because of school and I have a lot of projects for school which mm-hmm. I'm still being creative in but it's not my projects um so I and like in high school I definitely had like periods of time where I wasn't making anything or like doing anything for myself art wise even, even when you're not create quote-unquote creating in that way like just how you express yourself in your glasses and your hair and your makeup has always yeah I've always I've always expressive yeah nails I've like I didn't have that same like I don't know if it's confident I guess it's confidence but I feel like you struggled even with confidence in different ways too like I feel like we both did but like in how you express yourself you've always been so like genuine yeah I feel like also earlier you mentioned like that feeling of like it's all been done before or mm-hmm. something and I feel like that's something that stopped me from creating because I feel like I'm like am I, I'm like am I copying this person like well, you know I, what I mean yeah and I feel like even more now in our generation it's like social media is so prominent in everyone's lives and like we're always constantly on it even if we like to say we're not we are whether that's like um like tiktok or instagram or whatever or if it's even just like the news or like tv like media we're constantly consuming and you just see that there's so many people in the world and like so many people have done so many things already and you're just like what's the point sometimes yeah for sure but i think you just have to get like over that but it's also like that that thought that like even if you're getting inspiration it's like no one has your unique experiences yeah. so unless you're literally copy and pasting like it's gonna have yeah. a different touch to it I think just like also like for me I feel like I'm un- a unique person I dress unique I do my hair different I'll do crazy nails shoes whatever but I think just, <laughs> I, do <crazy laughs> I do crazy nails I think <laughs> just like getting over the fact of like not you're not special because because that's not what I'm like I mean but it's like even if someone has done this before you admire it and you enjoy right. it and you like looking at it so just do it yourself that's right. fine no one cares I feel like my um my fashion has really evolved yeah thanks for sure you. and not that you've even like said anything like you have never told me what to wear or whatever but you're like I feel like before I like I don't know like I think about like my college days and how I used to dress then yeah versus like now it's just like I, I don't know just I think like, you're also a lot more like in your own skin now yeah like in college I feel like you were super blonde and like you were in a sorority and like <laughs> I have a past life she does like so different and I feel like it just doesn't really align with what you do now and like how you view yourself yeah and so I feel like that also helps. It's because I'm a Scorpio rising, so I just die and rebo- rebirth <laughs> every few years. So. But I definitely think that, like, your fashion has evolved and your the way you express yourself has evolved. Because I feel like for a long time you were, you would just kind of like, oh, I'll wear this because it's what everyone's wearing. Yeah. It's cute. It's easy. And, like, for me, I don't really like to just go with the cute and easy. I like to yeah. make things difficult for myself. Yeah. I also feel like Roxy was like low key my mom's like little doll baby. Yeah, they, my, like 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 Roxy shopping. and I were like four years apart, so like I was like a big ass kid when you were like still a baby. You know what I mean? So like my mom had a lot of fun just like dressing you up when you were really little and letting you, like you picked a lot of it out, but like 
that was like you and mom's thing and i was more tomboy so like i would hang out with dad she I didn't want to go like, shopping with us yeah like I she was, hated shopping i was just okay well i think this also has to do with my eating disorders and some body dysmorphia because i just felt like i never looked good in anything from a very young age so like clothes weren't fun and exciting yeah. for me because i was like i can't find like jeans that fit right or like i so it like wasn't fun it wasn't that like i mean i probably would have loved to bond with like you and mom in that way but like i i remember like having negative experiences around my yeah. body and clothes which probably cut off some of my creative expression but now i'm fucking mm -hmm. i look good <laughs> i also think like another thing to add on about how like i was mom's little like dress up doll like i think that's a good point i also think that our like as we get older i think we look more and more alike mm -hmm. but we were so you so looked like dad mm -hmm. and i so looked like mom and that was brought up constantly this made me really yeah and this was issues. something that yeah i think was hard because it was all okay the time. for a little bit of a baseline our mom was like literally a model six two six dreaming. two dropped out of high school to model Blonde. like gorgina my dad is also <laughs> really 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 cool and he, he is, is like my biggest He's role awesome. model and i'm obsessed with him but just as a young girl being told that isn't he a rock star he is a rock star. Just being told that you look like your dad when you're not that there's anything. My dad's gorgeous. Okay. But just like me. It was never my mom. like you guys look like you look like both of your parents. It was like, yeah, it was like our dad's look, twin. You, are, you look like you dad. And I'm looking twin. at my bald dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just like, fuck. Like, I want to be like, and just hearing like, I don't know, like not to be weird. Like. I mean, this is inappropriate, but, like, boys at school even, like, we were four years apart. And, like, in middle school, boys would be like, your sister's so hot. Or, yeah, like, which was so it's, weird. It's weird looking back. But at when the time, she I would be like, oh, my God, everyone thinks my sister's so pretty. My mom is, like, everyone thinks my mom is so hot. And, like, no one is, like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, your mom's a MILF. Da, 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 da. Like, when we were young. And I was just getting told that I look like my dad all the time. And then, like, my mom was very thin and Roxy was very thin. And I just, like, had a different body type. So there was just, like, lots of dysmorphic things that made me, like, yeah. not enjoy For sure. my body or clothes, like, you know, the same way you did. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Because that's definitely, like, I don't... I never was like in that boat or, like mm -hmm. comparison wise to dad or like whatever but I never not that I never struggled with like my image mm -hmm. but I definitely think that just like the different comments you get growing up mm -hmm. shapes how you like view yourself and how you like but like when I healed that like when I healed that like dysmorphia and also just like any eating disorders I had and just how I viewed myself my self-concept like I started expressing myself so much yeah. more, like, through how I dress. And that, that like, when you're able to do that, it also makes you feel so much more confident. Roxy, tell them what I made you for breakfast this morning. Um, It was really good. Well, last night we made, we made a charcuterie board with baked brie. I feel like this is our shared creative. I love food. I love, we love food. Being creative with food is probably, like, one of my favorites. Um, But this, uh, last night we had baked brie and we had leftover puff pastry. Oh. 
so we made these little or charlie made these turnovers little upside or upside down yeah upside down pastries and it was apples goat goat cheese cheese, and honey honey. and they were so little puff puff pass pastry yeah they were so yummy it was so good sage is literally killing chicken apple sausage and eggs so it was so good we've been slaying in the kitchen i feel like your creativity comes in the kitchen like you be making leek soup with like the whole like immersion blender and mm-hmm. you're doing all of that stuff. I I think we just love things. food and we love cooking. We like, love food and I think we watched my mom like be my mom that's like my mom's creative expression is like cooking. Like that's her thing for sure. And I feel like we just watched her do that all the time. Yeah. Like we didn't really I mean now that we're like older I feel like she now that she cooks for a living, I feel like she doesn't cook as much because she, she like, doesn't cook as much. And she's also not as creative because she works in like a recovery center. So she mm-hmm. kind of just makes basic. But like food. growing up, like we didn't go out to eat often. And like we just weren't mm-hmm. really. And food. grandma, like our grandma is also like very like. My grandma can take moldy vegetables and turn it into a like, stew. Like literally it's kind of crazy. <laughs> and like. Uh, both of our our grandma and our mom like they don't measure really or like use recipes they just kind of go off the dome yeah i love just like throwing things to get like whatever i have and making it work and i'm glad i have friends that are like not picky because that's like i when i want to like try something new or like make something for them and they're like i only eat butter noodles i'm like (laughs) you're like okay bitch come on i know i feel like (laughs) that I feel like I don't have a lot of friends anymore that are like <laughs> chicken nugget. No, no hate to the chicken nugget mac and cheese community. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no hate to the chicken nugget community. I love a good chicken nugget. <laughs> I do with sauce though. Yeah, that's good. I love chicken. <laughs> Look at all those. I love it. Chickens. I do have to say we we did get off topic. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. But I am in my normcore era. I know we were talking about how I'm so creative with my fashion. Your normal core era? My normcore. What is that? Just a normal girl. <laughs> just a normal girl. I just wear like regular stuff. No, you don't. I wore a black long sleeve and Okay, what sweat. about the outfit that you wore on the airplane? Your Oogie Bo- Oogie Boogie Man jacket? That's normal. <laughs> I did wear a big fur coat. Yeah. And my Oogie Boogie jacket. She has a jacket that looks like a voodoo doll. Yeah. It's cute. All right. Closing question. If you could be any shape chicken nugget, what shape would you be? Dino. Which dino? Is that what you meant? Which yeah. dino shape? Yeah. Why I didn't you are say Are there that? other shapes? Um, I've only seen like the ones from McDonald's. Or I don't like know. I don't know what the different dinosaurs are. To I would be, honest. be the bronchiosaurus. I'd be a tyrannosaurus rex. i feel like you'd be the pterodactyl they don't even have a pterodactyl yeah they do they literally if do you could be any shape alphabet cookie <laughs> <laughs> i would be an e why i just like to bite off the ends of the e's i think i would be like an m or something i'd be a c For Charlie. no because i'm just or an s nice and curvy Ooh, an s's would be fun yeah an yeah. s reminds me of just like dancing I also would be, I wouldn't be a chicken nugget. I would be a smiley fry. 
I've never had one of those. Oh, they're so good. They're basically like mashed potatoes in a, like, right? They remind me of the scrub daddies. They do look like, (laughs) the scrub daddies were actually made in the image of the smiley fries. Did you know that? No. I just made that up. If you could be any flavor (laughs) baby food, what flavor would you be? I saw this crazy flavor the other day. Oh, it was like chamomile oat flour. No, it was like chicken and, oh, I guess chicken and apples, like normal. I don't know. Chicken and apple baby food sounds wild. I'd probably be like butternut squash. <laughs> I feel like I'd be like peas. I'd be like, that's like the worst. Peas and carrots. I know, but it's like, <laughs> it's like old faithful. <laughs> I would be, I would be like, see, I would be see, like, get a little more creative Pineapple than that. ham. I'd be strawberry banana. Ooh, that's a good one. Because I'm a ginger and I'm also Hannah Banana. That's a good one. Well, you can't tell my ginger right now, but I would be pineapple pizza flavor. Baby. Would you guys repulsive. make your own baby food, or would you buy the prepackaged? You already know I'm making. You my might own not baby have time. Food. You're taking that immersion blender, and you're getting to work. <laughs> I'm like immersioning everything. We're just gonna eat. I used to nanny for a family, and she like made her own. <laughs> Don't look at my nails. <laughs> They're so bad, guys. She, like, made her own. They're like, going to post a picture of them on Instagram. Yeah, we are. Um, and edit. I used to nanny for this family, and she made her own milk. Like, she would take, like, avocados and puree them. And then she'd be like, it's avocado milk for her baby. Avocado milk sounds like the worst thing I could ever put into my mouth. That sounds like something you would do. I don't know why you're saying it like that. I feel like you are going to be the woman who makes avocado Makes milk. everything from scratch. Oh, you want olive oil? Hold on. Let me just go get some olives and 100% I'm going to do that. Okay, where can these people um we well, you have to give your Instagram. My Instagram. Yeah, where can they follow you? You guys can follow me at roxanngroot roxanne with no e two n's she's also like a major like do you still do depop or oh like yeah any follow that? me on depop it's at junkyard gypsy with two eyes she has lots of cute clothes i do pop-ups and events and i sell online mostly online but yeah follow me i'll be posting stuff soon i need to get rid of some things and follow me on tiktok she's the tiktok follow me on tiktok well. yeah <laughs> Um, what is my TikTok? Two. Okay. All the twos are number twos. It's too cute to talk to you. Period. And they're all, they're all twos. Period. So she got that. Or Dark Circle Duchess. You can find me there too. Oh my God. You have so many <laughs> plugs. Like, what do you even have on all these accounts? <laughs> Actually look them up. Her accounts are kind of crazy. Look them up. Follow me. Thank you. <laughs> you can follow me at Charlie X Root and also follow the pod at gone well pod and miss hannah you can follow me at han bruns period if you enjoyed this episode please leave us a little review subscribe to the pod so you never miss an episode and yeah um we'll see you guys next week we love ya bye